We and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this. The first token of the Oranic Priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty, should we do so. We agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? Here we go. Oh God, here we go. I just think that the Backstreet Boys represent. So when I was in school, it was not cool to love the Backstreet Boys. In Richfield or your age time frame. Age time frame and in Richfield, I think. Who are we talking because to, Spencer? Everybody that was like a good kid was allowed to I think I think it was also like an age thing too because kids my age were encouraged to listen to NSYNC and so they were allowed to have fan base of NSYNC and one time I was like well I like NSYNC and then like I was not I was not allowed to like NSYNC you know what I mean because of your status yes because of my popularity status like one time I wrote I heart JT on my hand and then I was ambushed at recessed and they were like do you even know who jt is do you know any of their songs and i was like no i listen to the radio anyway so it was like that and um this is my life in the music scene by the way Backstreet boys was my first cd the millennium cd they were my first cd they were so like um i know that like on the music episode of my podcast, like Bobby kind of rushed us through the songs that made us, but like literally the. <laughs> the you had to go to work, boys. by the way. Don't Bobby rushed at me. You bitch. <laughs> I know. The Backstreet Boys just means that. I was, Are you crying um, right now? Just so much. Like. I was allowed to have music that I liked that, um, yeah, and, like, it was significant because <laughs> of my first CD, and we were poor, and we didn't buy CDs, and then, like, when I told my grandma that I love the Backstreet Boys so much, I told you this already a million times, but she was just like, well, I was like, the Backstreet Boys will never die, and she's like, sorry to tell you bands die all the time and I was like well they won't and she was like well we'll see and guess what I was right and so like in so many ways I just <laughs> the dumbest biggest Backstreet Boys I'm crying again I'm so mad I'm so mad a real win are you crying right now no, I'm just loving Spencer because yes. he loves me. And you think me to the Backstreet Boys concert? Like, I know this is so silly, but like, you <laughs> made, like, so many of my inner childhood dreams come true. <laughs> breakdown you were having while we were texting? Oh, yes. It's like, it's been like four hours since Bobby's told me that he's got the Backstreet Boys on her 
opportunity to <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Which I never could be anyway. Because she's the one who got that job and not me. I could just be like, hey, I'm an eyelash lady. Can I serve here? <laughs> just, can, you, can I be on call for when the Backstreet Boys come back? <laughs> Dude, I was seriously <laughs> dying. You made, you made that. That was the best part of my day. I was like, I am. I just needed you to hear in real time <laughs> that I was not fucking around. You. Uh, I saw the Instagram video. You had real tears. I believe it when you say I'm crying right now. I don't. Yeah. I was like, oh my and God. you had the balls to have it like have it like an sync. Obviously, a real Backstreet Boys. I got calmed down. That song was a great touch. By oh the my way. god! I was like, this is a microaggression against my soul. Um, first of all, <sighs> I've never. I I I love how you're like. I wasn't allowed to. I wasn't in the right like friend group class to listen to. <laughs> I had to go my own way and be Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Oh my god! I just like what a weird thing to get bullied about. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. What a fucking weird thing. <laughs> and I forgot that we used to write "I love, I love whatever" on our hand all the time. <laughs> I forgot about that. So okay, here's the story. I know you're all dying to know why Kendra's having a nervous fucking breakdown. So, I was so pissed that I had to go to Richfield because I was like, I could just loiter in the like, parking lot. I come lot? in and get a coffee. I can't afford it. It's like, bitch, you come in and get a coffee. I wouldn't charge you, but like. <laughs> drive downtown if you want but he will be gone oh my god no i was gonna, as I soon like, as you I told me i was like i'm coming no <laughs> i know you were but i'm telling you like hey okay so i work in a fancy hotel downtown i won't tell you which one because i will get fired um i talk about it too much <laughs> and it was fan did they do a show in town or was he here for fanix i don't know anyways uh heard the Backstreet Boys were in the building and I know Kendra's obsessed with them so of course I have to like poke the bear first Listen, the and then like two weeks ago she had she bonded with some Mexican at a gas station and she was like oh yeah Backstreet Boys are so cool and I was like so you lied you lied to have a connection with people because you hate the Backstreet Boys <laughs> it was a funny it was a funny situation it was I don't mean just a Mexican. I meant an essay. Like he was tatted up. He had like, <laughs> he had like eye drop tattoos on his face, and he was like dancing to the Backstreet Boys, and he's like and singing along, and I started laughing, and he's like, I fucking love the Backstreet Boys. I'm like, I do too right now, man. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, they're the coolest. I was just like, I was like, this is a funny situation, and I love it. Okay. But of course, like I like them way more than I did back in the day, just because they're nostalgic. And my sister did have that Millennium album. I remember mm. it. <laughs> um, but I was never a fan. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I work in a prestigious hotel, and I uh, just have like a, a two top, but only one person's there. And it's a super nice guy, and I he, he and I were like shooting the shit and stuff. Like I'm a good waitress. That's my only skill. Uh, <laughs> are you crying again? Are you already crying? No, I just had to clear my throat from all the crying I just did. <laughs> so, um, I had, I knew that the Backstreet Boys were in the building mm-hmm. because someone told me like 530 in the morning and I, of course, immediately text Kendra just to fuck <laughs> with her. 
I'm just like, just so you know, I'm in the same building as the Backstreet Boys. I immediately <laughs> cry. It's fine. Well, and I guess like uh, Joey Fatone was there today. I guess they all had to be there. I don't know. Anyway. Oh. Because like, Joey and um, is AJ one of them? Yeah. AJ's a Backstreet Boys. Joey's an NSYNC member. Well, someone said Joey Fatone was there. Well, so. maybe it was for Fanex too. Oh, maybe it was for the Backsync. Did they have? Do they have a band? Yeah. So Joey, Nick, Lance, AJ, AJ, and another and another NSYNC person. So it's like two and two. They got together for like this TikTok thing, and so I think they might have had something. I had no oh, they idea. Probably, they probably did a panel. I heard the panels were great this year at Fanex. Yeah. By the way. Um, but uh, someone told me that AJ and Louie or Joey. Uh, were down the night before and they were like Joey was funny and it's like okay whatever uh, <laughs> and Louie <laughs> <laughs> keep going anyway. keep going <laughs> this is how much I don't give a shit about freaking boy bands uh, so I'm waiting on this cute like this cute kid and uh, we're like shooting the shit a little bit whatever he orders two meals he's like I need to order um, for both of us and he was like oh let me check and I was just like okay whatever <laughs> and then <laughs> I like I'm walking like they're on the other side of the restaurant and the the second person to join him and while I was in the back and I like look over and I'm like is that Nick fucking Carter (laughs) (laughs) and I think I called him Aaron to begin with oh no and I was like to one of my coworkers, I'm like is that the fuck is that fucking Backstreet Boy at my table (laughs) and they're like yeah it is it is so I was like, oh, my God, Kendra hates me forever now. And um, I just told so Spencer, like, on. the right opportunities are wasted on the wrong people. Like- <laughs> <laughs> um, so I delivered their food because and he got like a I don't even remember. I should have I should have gotten his order. I should have remembered what he got. Um, but he wouldn't look directly at me. Who Nick wouldn't? No, no. And I think Nick. it's because of. I think it's because I'm in the age group that he assumed I'm a blonde haired, mm-hmm. blue eyed white girl that mm-hmm. I would lose my goddamn mind. And he was probably like, it's too early in the morning. I need to get my coffee. In. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I was like, I don't give a shit who you are. So I like what kept teasing his assistant. Cause that's like the, the rapport we'd built uh-huh. and um, didn't talk to him. Cause it was like, he seemed busy. Like, and I don't, I don't, it must be hard being yeah. a backstreet boy. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Because people are crazy enough to, to think that they should go to the place where they are and just happen to be in the same room as them. Like it would be maddening to be that famous. Right. And I, I honestly will thought about you just coming down and just like sitting but I was like, that's like, I don't want to do it to the guy. Like it's inappropriate. It's, like, yes. You it's still inappropriate. Yourself. Yeah. It's inappropriate. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> I was just like, all right, boys, we done. You want to charge? I call, I said, I said, boys, all right, boys, you done. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. do you want to charge it to your room? And uh, his assistant was like, yeah. And so I went and brought back their check. And uh, he goes, wait. Nick goes, wait, I'm going to pay for it. Aww. <laughs> and he like, f- he flops down this fat ass American Express with Nick Carter written on it. <laughs> like, I think he wanted me to recognize him. <laughs> he was like, wait, you don't get it. And you're no, like, I th- no, I get it. <laughs> I think, I think he thought, well, and he might have thought, cause I sent you a like a really like zoomed in picture yeah. like, and it was very unflattering of him. He looked better than that picture gave him credit. For. No, he looks exactly how he looks. It's fine. No, I'm saying like, it was an unflattering angle and I, sh- you shouldn't be taking pictures of people anyways. Like I could get, right. I could get in trouble for, I could get fired for that actually. I'm going to edit that part out. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't care. Fire. I'm adding a show note. Um, <laughs> 
um, he gave me a, a twenty dollar tip on a fifty dollar bill. Like no, he gave you. Oh, I thought he gave you a fifty dollar tip on a hundred dollar bill. <clears throat> no, 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 no. He gave me a uh, twenty. It was forty percent. So oh, cool. I'm not mad about it. So uh, as far as I'm, he's good in my book. As far as I'm concerned, he didn't want to talk. He wasn't like Lou fucking Ferrigno, who I literally, <laughs> I almost threw hands at that motherfucker. <laughs> he and I almost fought. I almost fought the Incredible Hulk, everyone. <laughs> like, I was like, you got a lot of goddamn nerve for someone who hasn't been relevant in my lifetime. Okay? I hate I hate that there's, like, so many different rules around famous people. Because some people want to be recognized, and they will treat you shitty if they don't get recognized. And some people do not want to be recognized, and they'll be cool if you're cool. Well, it's funny, because right when I got to work, the um, in-room dining people were like, Lou Ferrigno's in the house. He's a bastard. Just watch out. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and um, so I was like, I'm not going to get him. He's not going to come in. So I guess the day before, he went to the other dining room and um, ate and stuff. And then on his way out, he did like a hey, like a spin. Like he made sure the whole restaurant saw that he was there and like turn, like did a spin with his arms out. No. Which is like so embarrassing to me. <laughs> Anyway, in walks Lou Ferrigno, and I thought he was, like, five foot six, but he's really, like, six foot three. I thought he was a little guy, but he's not. Hmm. And, That's why um, he's the Hulk, though. Yeah, but, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's only, like, five foot, six, five foot eight, I think, five foot nine. Hmm. And, like, same with Sylvester Stallone. And that's why they look like they have such mass is because they're not tall. Like, Ryan, mm-hmm. Ry- like, like Ryan Reynolds, when he gets cut, he's never going to be as big as Arnold Schwarzenegger because no, he's No, because he's tall. Yeah. yeah, he's rolled out. Yeah, so I was <laughs> I was actually surprised that he was as tall as he was, but he was, like, snapping his hands and telling me to come over, and he was ready to order. And I didn't think he was my table at first, and I, like, looked at him, and I, like, was like, who this motherfucker think that he is? Yes. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was like, I don't think I'm your server. Let me go find out. I'm like, I'm not going to poach anyone's table, because I'm not. Like, I'm not going to mm-hmm. steal from my coworkers. Sorry. Them's the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So someone was like, please just take him. And I was like, okay, whatever. So he orders. Oh, he was like, I want you to take this water away. It's disgusting. I want a bottle of water with some ice. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, all right. Uh, like, I don't care. Like, okay, you can be sure. like that. I don't give a shit. Yeah. We're off to a rocky start. It don't matter. <laughs> um, and he got coffee too. And he had one cup. He's very disciplined, obviously, because when I came back to bring him another one, he, like, laughed. He's like, no, I don't want any more. And I was like, excuse me? Mm-hmm. And so he, like, called me back over, and he's like, where's my food? I'm in a hurry. The whole restaurant's full. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, the second your food gets here, I promise you it'll be at this table. Yes. <laughs> and I just walked away. Mm-hmm. I was like, I will fight you. I will fight you, bodybuilder. And, uh... <laughs> I like printed out his check, put it on the tray when I brought it out, and I yeah brought out his food, and he was like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Here!" <laughs> like I knew what he was gonna ask. Yeah, like here's your fucking check. Yeah, my dick, and mm-hmm. I didn't go back to his table. And you know what? If he would have been kind, because yeah, sitting right next to him was Edward James Almos, and he was amazing. And I had a very great experience with him. And I told him I was like, "Hey, man, I'm a fan," and that was it. I didn't go any mm-hmm. further. Yep. <laughs> and he was very sweet. And like, Are you okay? I'm. What? Did you drop your mic or something? No, why? Oh, because it had like a. I mean, it just scared me. I thought you dropped your mic. 
Is it this? Did yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a good mic. I got a new mic, guys. <laughs> Woo! Bobby graduated. Um, but I just it bumps me out because like I didn't have necessarily any negative feelings about this man, but now I'm like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Don't treat people like that. No yeah. matter how big you get, don't treat people like that. Yep. Um, By the way, I heard JT is shitty to fans, so no longer a fan. Well, <laughs> if I ever uh, was one. But again, like the Nick thing, I could have taken that <laughs> as a shitty experience. Do you like how we're on a first name basis? Um, <laughs> well, Nick and I. <laughs> <laughs> He's no Andrew, but. <laughs> and Vincent. Vincent's obviously the winner. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I. Uh, I like he was he at least like wasn't it he wasn't nice but he wasn't a dick he was regular and then then he tipped well like blue frigno gave me three dollars but it's like i also didn't go back to his table because he can go fuck himself yeah you know (laughs) you're gonna leave the three tables there three dollars there i'm like you need it more than i do um But, like, it's funny, too, because you have these instances, and he, it's the same across the board. Like, you're like, maybe he's just having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Almost every one of my coworkers was like, yeah, I've had a run-in with him before. Mm. He complains all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I told I told one of, like, the higher-ups, I'm like, you'll probably get a complaint from Lou Ferrigno about me because I was not nice to him because he can go fuck himself. And, and what did they say? Like, she was like, seriously, he can't. I can't. Like, I can't. Like, he complains every time he's here. <laughs> then stop Const- coming, bro. Constant complaint. Well, and why not Why not just be like, look, man, we obviously can't make you happy. Maybe you're, you should find a different hotel. Maybe you should tell him that next time he stops by. And be like, well, uh, the next the next day I walked in and I was like, because I worked I worked a double because I worked my morning job and then I went and worked a wedding and I was at that wedding. T- I worked 18 oh hours. Oh, my God. I cannot wa- talk about I cannot wait to talk about that wedding. 18 hours straight. And uh, so I then the next morning I was tired. Like I forgot to ring in so many things because I was so exhausted. And I was like to everyone, I'm like, if Lou Ferguson comes in. I will not take him or else we will fight. Like we will, yes. uh, we will get in an altercation. Do it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so if you want to lose me as a coworker <laughs> and see something Bring him on goddamn up. hilarious, <laughs> but get he didn't come in. How good. But, um, the Asian guy from comic book men, he, uh, he came to get a reservation and I thought he was the Asian off impractical jokers. Cause apparently I'm racist. <laughs> And he just looked familiar to me. Yeah. And I knew that I knew that the impractical jokers were there. So that's just where my brain went. That's uh-huh. honestly it. And then I was like, oh, my brother's a big fan of yours because my brother loves impractical jokers. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I'm like, you're with impractical jokers, right? And he's like, no, comic book men. Comic book man is like seriously one of my favorite shows. I love it so much. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, that's right. And then he's like, I'm like, oh, but like I get kept cool. I was like, I, like in my head, I was screaming. But I was like, oh, that's right. And I was like, yeah, we can get you down, man. And um, I was like, what's your name? Because I forgot it. And again, so tired. <laughs> and then he goes, so, yeah, is your brother around? And I'm like, at my, my job? <laughs> He's like, he'd no. know. Just call your brother. <laughs> well, no, because like, he was, like, stoked to hear that he was a fan. Oh, I see, like, I see. But, like, it's like, dude, I'm actually more of a fan. But I thought you were someone else. I thought you were another Asian on a reality show. I'm sorry. Um, anyways. What else you want to talk? Can about we talk about the wedding that you guys? You guys, Bobby was like, "There's this avant-garde wedding, and I cannot wait." So she's like, she's arts and crafts herself into the most beautiful thing, 
and she's like she's so bobby i loved i loved everything about your your makeup your hair color your your dress i was like this is gonna be so bitchy i was wearing my whole entire like because i had to be functional because i was waiting waiting i was no i meant like the dressed the the way you were dressed anyway i'm the the only one who got the assignment bobby (laughs) bobby the next slide said shit i overdid it She posts a picture of the backside of everyone. Everybody's just boring as fuck. like they're wearing like purple and orange and stuff. And it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful wedding. And the ceremony actually, I almost cried. It was a very beautiful ceremony. It was a gay wedding. If it would have been a straight wedding, I would not have shown up that. Because <laughs> you thought everybody's gonna be dressed in the fucking nines, right? And everyone was so stoked on my outfit. Like they're like, "You look so cool," and I'm like, "Does no one have thinks Google? I'm the, I'm the ornament of the wedding?" <laughs> How did, how did you well, get no. away with that? Oh my God, I'm dying. The, freaking, the 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 photographer at one point pulls me aside and says, "Hey, um, she had she she did a whole photo shoot with me where the the grooms got married underneath their like canopy." Wow. She, yeah, she was like, "You look so good." Like she like ha- had me like find my light. She told me how to look. Like she took a bunch of fucking pictures of me. I can't wait. We should post them on the Instagram. <laughs> well, I was like, look. I, we follow each other on Instagram now. I'm like, he, some of those pictures are cool because I'm not very photogenic. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's not true. Uh, if I'm taking a picture of myself, I'm photogenic. But if I'm trying to just look okay for a camera, I can I get that. <laughs> yeah, I get that. <laughs> um, but she took a shit ton of them. So, like, if – but, the, again, it could be bad. But uh, she's a really talented photographer. But I was like, here, you know, if you edit some and they're cool, send, me, send them my way. <clears throat> so rad. So rad. But Spencer was high last night, and he was – fucking dying he kept laughing so hard he was like because i was like dying and i was like spencer pause survivor right now and go look at bobby's story because i'm dead (laughs) he was like look how boring these people look i can't believe he was just dying dying imagine if that was your server (laughs) i wasn't even a guest it's so funny And I seriously, like, everyone was like, you look so, even even the grooms were like, to my boss, they're like, your server, she looks so great, like, she's she's the best dressed person here. And I told them that the other day, like, the week ago, because they're like, hey, the wedding you're doing on Wednesday is avant-garde, you're willing, you're gonna, you're welcome to participate. And I was like, I'm not gonna do it, which I always do. You're like, <laughs> and then I'm went, lying to myself. And then I went and spent a hundred fucking bucks at Michael's yesterday. <laughs> Just to come home Bitch. and realize that Lisa didn't have any hot glue sticks. <laughs> she had a oh so I woke up. I woke up at like the ass crack of dawn oh yesterday morning, God. and like, and then I fell back asleep. And then like at eleven thirty, I had to be there at three. I was like, "Fuck, nothing's done." So I had to go to Michael's. <laughs> I had to go to Chick Fil A, obviously. Oh my God. Uh, and I put that together. I put that whole entire thing, makeup and everything, in two mm-hmm. hours bitch you i know you're not on tiktok but there's this trend right now that's like uh-huh uh-huh i understood the assignment <laughs> so i think you were the only one in that whole entire wedding that is no, understood the assignment the maid of honor was like um you're the only one she's like you look amazing and you got the assignment and you showed the fuck up and i'm like Honey, yes I, think I, I go i think i'm the only one who got the assignment and she was with her <laughs> friends and she handed me 20 dollars <laughs> So when we do our live fire side, it's avant-garde, and y'all better understand the assignment. Well, I sent Scott um, of Turtleneck Wedding Dress a pic, a pic. And by the way, 
he was his band, that turtleneck wedding dress was only supposed to play one show. They played way more than one show. I told him I'm bitter about that. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually a good band, but I'm like I'm bitter. <laughs> but they wear like turtleneck dresses, and I, and I sent him a picture of me, and I looked so cool mm-hmm. from an artist. Like okay. Obviously, it's not functional. Avant-garde fashion is not functional. But it's not I, supposed to be functional. I looked fucking cool. Yes. And um, he's like, you look ridiculous. <gasps> and I was like, uh, it's called fashion. Scott, look it up. He's like, yeah, and then we were learn about it. <laughs> we were talking about it this morning. And he's just like, I just don't like avant-garde fashion. Like, I think it's stupid. I'm like, there aren't there aren't designers who do only avant-garde Mo- one designer is like i'm gonna have fun with this outfit and they usually only have one avant-garde piece i'm like so <laughs> it's over the top it's extreme it's not something you'd wear in the street Mm-mm. but i did <laughs> I but it to- is it is something you'd wear in the street if you were in the capital at the hunger games that's for sure oh yeah no i looked uh, exactly and then I was thinking, like, gay icons, and I don't really like any of the divas except for Lady Gaga, so I kind of channeled her orange hair. Yes. The star is born. And, um, <sighs> like, I, sh- I look great. I, look, I mean, and you look fucking I, amazing. I look like a piece of art, which is what avant-garde is. And, uh, anyways, I <laughs> on the way to work, I stopped at the Chevron, and, like, it was packed with construction <laughs> workers, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I still, I, I pretend like nothing's happening. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like I refuse to address that I have feathers and flowers, and I'm wearing a mask, and my hair is bright orange. Like, I just refuse to acknowledge it. I'm just like, okay, have a good day, and everyone's just staring. All these men are just staring at me, like, what the, where the fuck she headed? <laughs> but yeah, so it was good. funny, and I loved it. I, I thought it was great, and I, I love. I love serving uh, events, especially weddings, because everyone's just so stoked to be there. And, you know, Lou Ferrigno doesn't get invited to these things, I'm sure. Yeah. That so guy's an ass. That guy's an ass. Um, Should we start it? Yeah, so it's this week's my turn, you guys. So I figured in the spirit of the equinox. Mm. Which, by the way, it's the fall equinox. It was, like, day before yesterday. Um mm-hmm. <clears throat> My brother, I think he was releasing them in four parts. He started in the winter equi- equinox, Mythos Lore. Um, so there is a complete album on Bandcamp right now. Every solstice he releases another section. Really great conceptual album. I highly recommend it. It's experimental rock with some metal vibes. And you get to see the genius that is the brother that I'm always talking shit on. So cool. <laughs> Mythos Lore, Bandcamp. It's about the seasons and the issues but in honor of the solstice and because i just love it and it's a full moon i decided this week's episode is going to be about the moon talking about the moon <laughs> what is yeah that? that's a tiktok trend bitch that's all <laughs> i'm talking about <laughs> Um, someone, well, the moonlight was so beautiful last night and it was just like, oh, what a good, what a good, it has been, it has been giving me literal life and like so cute because I'm in Richfield for the weekend. I'm Mm -hmm. trying to get my grandparents' house like on the market to get sold. Wait, what's going on? Do you want to talk about that? What's going on with that? Well, my grandparents, my grandma is experiencing severe dips in her memory capabilities. Uh Uh-huh. And so she's losing her ability to remember long term more often. And That's a my big gr- house too for two people. <clears throat> yeah, and my grandpa 
um, up until two or three weeks ago, he kept falling. He fell so many times. And then he, like, hits his head. He hits his elbows. He fell into a shoe shine kit, and he broke some ribs. Damn. And so he spends um, a week in intensive care unit at U- Utah Valley Hospital because he he kept losing blood. He got, like, seven or eight units of blood. And they couldn't find where the leak was that was gastrointestinal. Mm-hmm. We talked about it, I think. But um, yeah. <sighs> so it just and he's he's doing a lot better. He's actually recovering really well. But are, are they going to stay down there, though? Are they just going to get like a smaller place? What's up? What's the story? Are they going to care into care centers? Their house is like 6000 feet and right. they have gardens and a lawn that is and it's 16 acres you and know it's and this nowhere yeah. it's out in the middle of nowhere they're not close to a hospital and like they can't take care of it anymore mm-hmm. and so the plan is is that we want to sell it to um get the equity from it and put them up in a small place that's mm-hmm. down there until either grandma or grandpa dies and then figure out what's going for on from there but they are not doing well enough to stay in such a large house yeah, and, no, I know. When I was there, I was like, oh, they're getting like, it's a huge house. It's yeah. Like an upstairs and a downstairs. And yeah. it's probably just really expensive, too. They probably can't afford to stay, like heat it every year. Yeah. Winter. So the heat, the, my grandma gets pneumonia every year because they can't afford to heat it. Yeah. So it's getting to where it's just like, we got to get this done. This is it's more this, of a burden and it's, it's not a necessity. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. So I'm down there, I'm helping them pack up, and this moon is like just. It's beautiful down there because there's no light pollution and it just like peeks over the hills all over Annabella. It goes Mm -hmm. right through the willow tree and you can see like all the fields. Yeah. The hint of green. And my, my sweet sister-in-law, she has this, I guess this tradition is that when she goes outside and there's a moon, she's like, okay, kids, everybody howl. And so like I was Mm -hmm. walking them out and like Halo is like, in love with the moon and so she's just like oh like she just howls and I was just like so I started howling too and it helped me feel like I was ringing in like some kind of ceremonial like powerful thing and yeah no I feel that way about the moon like I love like I mean even like from a new age standpoint like you're supposed to charge your crystals under the moonlight but like I feel like the moonlight recharges me yes Like, like I feel like I if I'm having like a struggle, like just sitting in the, in the moonlight. And I've talked about this before, like how I used to hop the fence and just sit, sit on the edge of Bryce and just take in the moonlight. And that's like a big activity we do, uh, especially in Panguitch. We'll just like go mm-hmm. up to the hills, go up to the top of the mountain and just put down the tailgate and sit and look at the stars and the moon. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought we'd pay her tribute because you guys know me. If you guys know me, you know that I fucking <laughs> love the moon. Like I have a I have a moon tattoo. All my art has moon on moon. it. Like yep. I have a, a you know moon necklaces all the time. Like you know I, I love the moon, and I love it for a lot of reasons. And they're all it's across the board. Like I like it for scientific reasons. Like, like I went <laughs> door to door with my brother Jake when we were little, so he get a te- to sell magazines, so he get a, get a telescope. And we looked our asses at that moon and at everything. Like, I love, like, the science part of it. I love, like, the mythology. I love, you know, the horoscope shit. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
we're gonna kind of dive into it um i got I a lot wait. of facts um our sources today are nasa wikipedia hey. and google <laughs> so, the internet uh, my, my phone just said just started up though i'm not talking to you the machines oh okay google yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, so here's some of the just like scientific facts about the moon that I pulled off NASA, okay. uh, NASA's website. So the moon is Earth's only natural satellite and the fifth largest moon in the solar system. Ooh, it's in fifth place. Yeah. Cute. Um, and that like Jupiter has so many moons. So that's saying yeah. a lot. That's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah. The moon's presence helps stabilize uh, uh, our pal- our pal- our planets wobble and moderate our climate, which I think was interesting. It's our bestie. Yeah. Um, the moon's distance from the Earth is about 240,000 miles or 385,000 kilometers for everyone who's not American. Uh-huh. Um, and how far is that on Earth? Uh, 240. I think it's, I don't know. Hmm. I'm going to look up the circumference of the Earth. Okay. Uh, the moon has a very thin atmosphere called an exosphere, and it's obviously not inhabitable. Mm. Um, the moon's surface is cratered and pitted from uh, comet asteroid impacts. So, what the the good thing about the moon is that it is our it protects us too. So, like it'll it it gets hit by this shit, so mm-hmm. it's gonna hit us. It's <laughs> protecting us from the things that Jupiter throws at us, right? <laughs> no, Jupiter is actually our biggest protector. We'll get oh, that's right, 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 right. Okay, so um. Earth's moon is the only place beyond Earth where humans have set foot, which I love that sentence. Yes. That's such a fun sentence. <sighs> um, the brightest and largest object in our night sky, the moon makes Earth a more livable planet by moderating our home planet's wobble on its axle, leading to a relatively stable climate. So if, so what it's saying is it keeps us in a way that like half of us aren't totally hot and half of us aren't, you know, wow. in a frozen whatever stupor. Wow. So, um... Thank it you, also, Moon. Thank you, Moon. It also causes tides, creating a rhythm that has guided humans for thousands of years, mm-hmm. well before science. Uh, the moon was likely formed after a Mars-sized body collided with Earth. Wait, the moon was formed after... The moon was, the moon was likely formed Kay. after a Mars-sized body. So, like, a mar- my, like it, was mar- it was like a Mars planet collided uh-huh. with Earth, and then it got it came into Earth's orbit. Oh... Maybe that's what killed the dinosaurs. Oh my god. <laughs> so is is the moon part of the earth or not? No, no, no. So like planets collide. Like we're yeah. all hurtling through space. Yeah. So that's actually why Jupiter is so important is because yes. it's so big that it could it could it's almost big enough to be its own solar system, but it's in our solar system. Uh-huh. And what it does is it prote- we like we would be dead right now if it wasn't for Jupiter. <laughs> yes. So like these comets and shit that are nothing to Jupiter but would kill us. Yeah. They hit Jupiter and then enter Jupiter's orbit and become one of its moons. Oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so but then how did the moon come to us? Something so, Mars-sized hit Earth. Something Mars-sized hit Earth and became the moon and instead of like it's like killing earth or whatever it because it's not as big as earth so it was able to enter earth's orbit oh so so, okay something's big enough and something small enough hits it it enters an orbit it enters its orbit okay that's that's why jupiter has so many moons because like 
you know, a Marley. <laughs> they don't. Yes. You know, you know I'm I mean? finally like, understanding. You, you're getting an Okay. <laughs> okay. What the hell? <laughs> what? Okay, so there are actually, so it's the fifth largest of the 200 plus moons orbiting planets in our solar system. Um, and since it's our only natural satellite, we just call it, simply call it the moon. Because people <laughs> didn't know other moons existed until Galileo discovered mm-hmm. four moons orbiting Jupiter in um, 1610. Yes. So I found this out recently. Oh. Last Thanksgiving, actually, that the moon's name is actually Diana. Yeah. Um, she so, is a Greek goddess too. Yeah, Diana is um, was initially a hunting goddess and a goddess of local of the local woodland at Nemi. But mm-hmm. as her worship spread, she acquired attributes of other similar goddesses. And as she become became conflated with um, Artemis, she became a moon goddess. Um, oh, identified by the lunar goddess. Goddesses, goddess Luna and Hekak, Hekate. So yeah. that's uh, that's her name. I don't. When I heard her name was Diana, I was like, I think she deserves a better one. Hmm. <laughs> but I also think that this Diana bitch is a bad bitch. So yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So um, it's not their fault that they had like not cool names like Halo back then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like Eric with a K. I think <laughs> I think shots fired Eric come at me. There we go, there we go. Um I think like Luna is like the Spanish name for the moon is yeah. such a pretty name, Luna. Yeah, I think I agree. Um but she uh Diana was associated with the goddess Luna and th- that was actually one of her many names, Diana the goddess's many name was Luna. Okay. So it's all, you know, it's all thrown in there. It's probably mm-hmm. a bunch of just really strong woman, women that they're like, no, nope, it's just one goddess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I want to talk about Jupiter a little bit. Okay. A little bit more. Um, Jupiter has a total of 79 known moons. 79 known. Yeah. Wow. So, Could you imagine just like having 79 moons on Earth? <laughs> I've always, I've always wanted, I know, right? I was thinking about that, like how the night sky would look. But like again, maybe f- some would be farther away and some would be closer. Well, maybe it would just look like our, um, our night sky because our moon is the fifth largest one. So these aren't, they're not all big moons. Oh yeah. 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 So I don't hmm. know. I have always wanted to go to Jupiter though. <laughs> always. Let's go. I mean, Venus, <laughs> Venus is my favorite, even though like the surface is inhabitable. Yeah. I've always loved Venus. Like, it looks so fucking nuts there. Yeah. Um, but, like, Jupiter, how, like, that your density is, like, what, 300 times or whatever? <laughs> I remember... We wouldn't be able... <laughs> we wouldn't be able to move. <laughs> no, but check this out. You go there, like, we figure out how to do quick space transport. We send our athletes there to train, and then we bring them back for the Olympics on Earth. And then they are Superman because they take one step and they bound away. <laughs> They're like, goodbye. Do you think that would make you suicidal? Yes. Like, it would have to fuck with your brain, right? Your brain would... Okay, there is this... There's this YouTube... No, TikTok channel that, like, shows, like, cars jumping off of ramps and how they would fall if they were on Earth or if they were on the moon Uh or if they were on Jupiter or the sun. And the Jupiter one doesn't even move. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, when they like jump off, like the the thing, they just go straight down. They like immediately crash. It is like incredibly powerful gravitational force. So. Um, I should yeah. send you to the videos because they make me laugh so bad and then they like fuck with my brain. Well, no, but like I love that's I like love I love the idea of like we live in this cute little solar system and like even the planets take care of each other. Why can't yes. humans get their shit together? You know, <sighs> inanimate objects are way better than humans. <laughs> OK, so most of yeah, no, that's that's legit. Uh, I, hate, I, hate, I, hate, I hate people are like dogs are the best people I'm like no dogs are nothing like people that's why they're cool yeah they're, they're the best dogs we don't I deserve wanna, them I want a bloodhound so bad if Bobby can you please get one it was so sweet and I can't get another dog for another eight years these bitches they're, they're here to stay I can't I can't no I, I have been saying basset hound but I think I want a bloodhound puppy Oh my god! Because then they get big and tall. They're big like and tall and like they're like their yeah. their temperament is so great. But like I of course I will always want a basset hound. But I don't. I can't have a dog right now. I live with Lisa in her basement. And I need to like <laughs> this, this. Well, this, you can um, keep your dog in your window. Well, <laughs> this this uh, podcast needs to take off so I can get a, a good house for and I. Okay, can we talk about that for just one second? Yeah, you guys. If you don't start sharing this podcast. <laughs> We're going to be pissed. This is the part of the podcast where Kendra tells either people not to listen or she threatens you to listen. Listen, (laughs) we actually do need to get a little bit bigger so that Bobby can quit and have financial security because she's not doing okay. So can you please, right now, take (laughs) this moment. I'm actually doing really well right now, but I have three jobs, so that's not great. To like, (laughs) it's not sustainable, Bobby, to like our podcast, to share our podcast on your social medias. Or with a friend and review us on Apple if you can, because that's going Good to help reviews. us see a little bit. I mean, even if you want to give a bad review, it's a review. Yeah. It'll, it'll help us get noticed a little bit more so that Bobby can quit two of her jobs or all three of her jobs you one guys, day. What I'm trying to say is I will let you swim on my pool. That's, okay. It's going to be saying. it's going to be a party when we you guys who are the ground <laughs> listeners. Listen, yeah. ground level listeners. We talk to you every day. You all are born in the covenant here. We're going to be having parties. We're going to be having live firesides. Like, Brayden, I already dubbed you our bishop. Tanner, our council. Like, we already have, like, (laughs) you guys are all here. So if you can, do your part to help Bobby make a livable wage without working. So I can get a bloodhound. Please. Thank you. Thank you. That is the end of our commercial. Don't make me threaten you again. Help me. I'm poor. (laughs) Um, <laughs> okay, so most of the moons on Jupiter of Jupiter are small, with about sixty of the satellites. I love that they're called satellites too, being less than six and a half miles in diameter. So they're like just little guys. So oh. I'm wondering if like they just look like stars. They're like the size of Richfield. But I don't think you can see the sky if you're on this on the surface of orbit because it's just tornado central, right? Yeah, which would be my heaven for sure. <laughs> um, the number of moons changes fairly frequently with the yeah. 79th the 79th moon being reported in july of 2018 so That's do they get like more and less because like things get knocked out of orbit or is well, it just I always legit, accumulating more i legit thought jupiter only had 16 moons so when i read this today i was like oh wow i didn't oh, know there yeah. were 79 so i'm guessing jupiter's just getting more but i imagine in space especially like a six and a half mile thing that's going that fast mm-hmm. i imagine it would probably break apart eventually right mm. 
I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a scientist, but I'm just in my own little imagination. That's what I imagine. <sighs> Somebody from NASA apply to be one of our guests so we can ask all these <laughs> questions. NASA people. Um, okay, so. Oh, where was I at? Okay, 79. Okay, so uh, most of the moons were discovered in the late 1970s and later as a result of several explorations by automated spacecraft, including NASA's Voyager in 1979 and Galileo mm-hmm. in 1995. So mm-hmm. they are sending things there. Like, we we are very interested in Jupiter, which I like. Yeah. Um, but not only is Jupiter the largest planet in its solar system, it is also the most massive um, at more than 300 times the mass of Earth. <sighs> Jupiter is a big old bitch. She, that girl got a big old booty. <laughs> I think Jupiter is a boy. Have you seen that meme? It's like, you remember when we said Ju- the boys to Jupiter to get more stupider? Well, it worked in their back. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking a drink. <laughs> um, so its size plays a role in the number of moons it has, obviously, um, because there is a large area of gravitational stability around it to support that many moons. Hmm. So, like, I don't think uh, Uranus... Or wait, is that the one that's not a planet anymore? Pluto. Pluto. Uh, Pluto probably couldn't support a moon. No. Well, yeah. does it? I thought it had a little one. Did it? I don't know. Pluto. Well, Pluto. wouldn't that make it? Wouldn't that make it more of a planet though? Pluto's does have moons. Oh, Charon, Hydra, Kerberos, Nix, and Styx. <laughs> we just ran out of it. <laughs> creative names. Nix and Styx. Uh, no, but they're like How kind Styx of like, like moons. The band or like. With a, a, a like or like the stick or like S T I X, S T Y X. That's after Nick's. the band, dude. I know that's pretty cool. <laughs> but um, but also Pluto is a dwarf planet, and so and then since we've adopted the the definition of dwarf planet, then our solar system got so many more planets in it because we started categorizing them to where those. Like, like, the, like there's like juniors and seniors. Yeah, yeah. And did you see that Pluto has a heart on it? Yeah, poor baby. That's we so love sweet. you, Pluto. We love you, Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Jupiter also has the strongest magnetic fil- magnetic field of any planet. Mm. So anything passing near it, um, such as an asteroid, it'll just pull into. Yeah. It. So that's why it's it, like it protects all the planets in the solar system. It's like it's so cute. It's like I'll take care of you. Like I got you. It's baby. like a mama. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Earth only has one moon because it lacks the strong gravitational field and mass yeah. necessary to hold another satellite in orbit. That makes sense because so it would have to Pluto- divide its attention. But yeah, we can't have that. But why does Pluto have so many then? Because listen, some people their mental health can only take one kid, and then other people their mental health can take like eight. So I think it's just they have different strengths. All right, all right. Uh, this is I thought was interesting. The moons of Jupiter have orbital periods ranging from seven hours to almost three Earth years. So they're Whoa. all going at different speeds. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like that guy's just doing his own thing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm guessing they must cha- like I get they have to run into each other, right? Well, they I mean they probably have beef. So. <laughs> I'm, that, I'm giving every that, single thing a personality here. <laughs> there's that one moon that runs everywhere, and then the one that takes the sweet ass time. And there's like, bro, can you just chill? Come here, let me talk to you. (laughs) Um, Okay, so some of the orbits are nearly circular. um, And then some are just, you know, 
obviously just circling a certain part so that's probably why mm. they're quick you know what i mean mm-hmm. um they the keep outer- getting flung out and then brought back in and flung out and brought back in and flung out I just think I just think Jupiter is just like I don't think we're ever I honestly think that's why NASA is so interested in Jupiter for I mean there's a lot of reasons to be interested in it but it's also like what is this planet like yeah. I've all, like I've Jupiter's always just drawn me in and mm-hmm. again it's not even my favorite planet but like <laughs> Earth isn't either but, right. <laughs> <laughs> but like I like it's just I wonder what goes on down there What's your favorite What's your favorite uh, is Venus I love Saturn because I saw it with my telescope. Ooh, and it has the rings. Yeah, and I was I was the one to find it, and I was just like, oh, I see. I'm actually looking at a picture of Saturn right now. Actually, I think Spencer <laughs> did find it, but to see it with the, with my own eyes and not just like on a picture, I was like, oh, that's so like magnificent. Right. You know. Right, and like I love when the moon here looks scientific. Oh, like yeah. I feel like I feel like the moon has so many different you know she has it's, so many it's, filters it's a fascinating gal yeah i um i always relate the moon to me uh-huh. because um i get really down on myself when um i see pictures of myself and i'm like man what a fat sack of shit <laughs> the, the, like why are you still around and then i remember like every time i try to keep a picture of the moon it just is like shit like the yeah, camera lies yeah. because it's like you can't not- capture your glory. Well, and I like I also love that about the moon is that uh She's it's, so some- elusive. it's something it's something that you have to look at with your own eyes, you know. Yeah. Um so, so this is the last Jupiter fact and then we'll move on to kind of what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Um so the outer moons uh orbit in the opposite direction in which Jupiter spins, which is unusual and indicates hmm. yeah, it indicates the moons were asteroids that were sucked into Jupiter's orbit after the initial sy- initial system was formed. Mm. Mm. So So you can tell which ones were there and which ones were new. Or, or which ones were like asteroids that turned into yeah, moons and shit. That's so cool. So um we're gonna talk about Horus. Wait, notes. question. Yes. So do the moons do they round out somehow or do they stay rugged? Well, that's what I, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. Um, like, I'm guessing that our moon is unique to us. Yeah. That that's, seems like, the, that seems right, right? Let's, let's, let's Google it. Do all moons, are all moons round? I almost just got us out of this episode and that would have been real sad. Are all moons Round. Well, the moon is spheroid, not completely round, but egg-shaped, according to NASA's Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter website. So the moon's not even round. Hmm. Why are Mars moons not round? <laughs> so they're not. No, and it's because gravity is too weak to overcome the rock stresses. So I'm sure that Jupiter's moons are round. Mm. It has a good. Uh, gravity pull. Um, so as far as horoscopes are concerned, shit. Are you there? Yes. Uh, my, I have a good microphone now. You can hear everything I'm doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the full of okay. So this uh, LA-based astrologer said that the full moon affects our bodies and it affects the oceans, since our bodies are made up 
proportionally of so much water, it's easy to understand how the moon would pull us and sway us just like the ocean. And that's actually why I'm into horoscopes. Mm, yeah. I, I totally agree with that logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like we are 70% water. And like... We're made out str- of water. I'm not, stronger, I'm not stronger than the ocean. Yeah, we're hurling through space right now. Yeah, and like, of course the moon's gonna... Like, why, why wouldn't it? So this is why I think like, of course I don't think, you know, horoscopes are live and die. But I do think... Yeah, it's there's not, something to it. It's yeah, and it, w- it wouldn't be surprising if the energy your first it, the at first kind of energy you experience because of the phase the moon's in mm-hmm. sets the tone for your personality as a as a person. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and and if we agree that in certain months and certain seasons the moon's a certain way, yeah, therefore affecting the child being mm-hmm. released into this energy for the first time. So I don't know. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when the moon is full, uh, Dr. Paracas claims that it is high tide for emotions and you best be careful not to get swept away. Yeah. Over the weekend, boy, was I yelling. Boy, was I pissed. Boy, I was I hyper emotional. Yeah, the, I feel like the week leading up to the full moon, I hate everything and everyone. But once the full moon hits, I sleep like a baby. You're a werewolf. I'm a werewolf. Um, so, the, yeah, like I feel like so that you feel, agree that the moon affects you. Yeah. But are you taking responsibility for your actions, though? Yeah. I'm always like, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm kind of exploded here. I shouldn't lay this all on you. <laughs> Um, so the sign position of the moon reveals much about our habits, reactions, and instincts. It shows how we express and deal with our emotions. Most obvious in our homes or in, pri- in private. Our moon sign reveals our innermost needs. Many uh, astrologers feel the moon represents our experience of mothering. It also shows how we mother or baby ourselves. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. like, is that like how, like, your moon sign, your uh-huh okay so like okay you, so that's why when you pick your moon sign or when you figure out what your moon sign is and it's in whatever i'm a taurus um so i'm a double taurus i know <laughs> i'm looking at mine right now but i i don't know the time i was born but does that matter yeah for matters. the for the lunar time it matters because it's uh like it matters where you were born too because the moon's in a certain position right i know that part but I don't know if that was like, okay, I'm going to look real quick. I think it's okay if it's off by like a couple minutes, but not like by much. I stabbed myself in the hand on accident today. And let me tell you, not happy. You stabbed um, yourself at your job? <laughs> no, I taking the plate to the, to the sink with a knife. I just, anyways, I like, caught a knife and then i stabbed myself anyways oh my god (laughs) it was a real rookie move that's why i'm mad i'm sorry um so influence of the moon because of near proximity of the moon to the to the earth its strong tidal gravitational force makes it second uh, in influence after the sun uh lunar zodiac position in the sky moving from one zodiac sign to another Helps astrologers explore the nature of human personality and daily activity, like I was saying. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> same, like, and I feel like that, it's like being por- being born at high tide or low tide. You know what I mean? Right, That's right. That's bound to change you, right? 
Because um, my birth, oh, my moon chart is Leo, too. Oh, so. you're double Leo? I'm Shit. double Leo. But I don't know, because, like, I don't know. Um, essence of human emotions. Astrologists believe that daily positioning um, change of the moon in the zodiac reveals the essence of human emotions and maybe the reason of their reaction to certain situations like when people are like the moon's in scorpio scorpio mm-hmm. season moon or whatever mm-hmm. um moon influences human creativity imagination and ability to attract other people it hmm. affects humans personal mood and their focus on daily activities do you agree with that obviously you were saying the moon was making a crazy list all last week yeah 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 but I, I was just thinking about how you said that um the, your your moon sign uh, kind of dictates mother's, like how you mother, you mother. Mm-hmm. and I was just like I don't know about that but then I was just thinking about it I'm so fucking proud of my kid well and you're like a lioness you know? yeah and I will protect her so I'm, I'm like on this side of it I'm just like fiercely protecting her and then on the other side of it I'm just like this kid is the very best kid that has ever walked the planet right, right. so I can I can see it mm-hmm. hmm. I, be- I mean I believe it how like seriously the, the of course of course our moon of course of course aliens are real yes <laughs> we just jump into the end aren't we <laughs> uh, okay so moon and signs meaning while tr- okay while tra- traveling the heavens and crossing the zodiac constellation after constellation moon is char- uh, charging itself with the power and quality of a currently visited zodiac sign so that's what it means that's why you need to know where um, what time you were born because yeah it's in a certain position by the zodiac like by the constellation yeah i'm ordering my birth chart right now so (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm ordering my my uh birth certificate (laughs) so there's not a lot about um i couldn't find like too much about religious stuff in the moon um biblical reference references use the moon symbol to highlight cosmic events divine epiphanies and the um ephemeral nature of human life and history so mm. even in the Bible, they mentioned the moon to be like someone was acting fucky that day. It was a full moon, you know. Mm. And on a Mormon that. standpoint, because <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, you know, we got to put our Mormon stuff in, even though we got to put it in. I never want to, but we're doing it. Um, there so are bodies celestial, bodies celestial, and bodies terrestrial. Did you know that he got that wrong? Uh uh-uh. uh So celestial definitely means like the sun right and he thought that terrestrial like heavens or whatever yeah the heavens and then till terrestrial means terra which is like the ground right right which is the earth yeah but joseph smith was like that must mean the moon mm-hmm. and then telestial is something that he totally made up thinking telescope telestial is for the stars so telestial and terrestrial should be switched. Is that what you're saying? No, t- um, t- T-E-L-E prefix means distant or at a distance or no, over I know, a distance. So it's the turtle. Yeah. So celestial so means celestial, the heavens. So telestial should be after celestial and not after terrestrial or not not after terrestrial. So. Or terrestrial. Mm-hmm. What the actual meaning of it is, like, the heavens, the uh-huh. earth, and at a distance. Okay. But he thought it was the hev- or the sun, the moon, and the stars. All right. But, I mean. So, there, uh, there isn't, like, direct scripture or anything of Joseph Smith saying that 
people inhabited the moon. No, that was uh, Brigham Young. Right. But this is, a, this is not a quote from Joseph Smith, but rather a late third-hand account of something that Joseph Smith is supposed to have said. Uh, the source for the claim, this claim is not Joseph Smith himself. The first mention comes in 1881 in Oliver B. Huntington's journal, who claimed that he had the information from Philo Dibble. <laughs> the fuck's mm. that? So uh, we have a late third-hand account of something Joseph is supposed to have said. Um, Hiram Smith and Brigham Young both expressed their view that the moon was inhabited. Hmm. A, pat- a patriarchal blessing given to Huntington also indicated that thou sh- shalt have power power with God even to translate thyself to heaven and preach to the inhabitants of the moon or planets if it shall be expedient. Wow. So what, I mean, those people were long dead by the time 1969 came around. Well, right. And they weren't fucking Buzz Aldrin or Neil Armstrong either. Right. And so it's just, and they're like, they, they go to the moon and they're like, nope, nobody's here. So I wonder how the, um, I wonder how the teachings of the church changed because of science, because it happens all the time where like, well, they scrubbed it. My brother has a song right. about it. Right. He, he like, this is one of the reasons why my brother left the church is because he's like, uh, there is no one in the moon. It's inhabitable. Yeah. Uninhabitable. <laughs> That's what I meant. Uh, yeah. I know what you mean. But um, like they're doing it right now because like DNA evidence is showing that native Americans do not have heritage from jerusalem and that's right. the entire like that's basis all, that's the entire thing yeah <laughs> of the book of mormon and so now book of mormon is changing like the language in the book of mormon is changing to reflect science that say they're not the they're not the principal ancestors like we originally said we just mm-hmm. said that they were among the ancestors which is neither true so anyway like interesting that they i mean we'll probably cut all that out anyway because because I'm no, rambling and I'm high. <laughs> I think no, I think it's good information to have because it's like it it does. It still happens it today. Does, yeah. yeah. So Huntington uh, actually wrote an article about it. Do you want me to read it to you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, so who's Huntington? That, the guy that got the patriarchal blessing that said he was going to be able to like preach to the inhabitants of the moon. Great. Cool. Okay. So he wrote he wrote this as far back as 1837. I know that he and it's Joseph Smith said the moon was inhabited by men and women, the same as this earth. And that they lived to a greater age than we do. That they lived generally t- to the to near the age of 1,000 years. Whoa. He des- yeah. He described the men as averaging nearly six feet in height <sighs> and dressing quite uniformly in something near the Quaker style. So it would seem... Oh, Quakers on the moon. Yeah. So it would seem that the idea of an inhabited moon or other celestial body was not foreign to at least some early LDS members. So it's not clear whether the idea originated with Joseph Smith, but um, someone that would knew him thought that way. Several people. Mm-hmm. Um, in the 1800s, the idea of the moon was inhabited was considered scientific fact by many, actually, though. So we can't wow. totally hate on the Mormons. You can't <laughs> like attribute that to just Mormonism. Yeah. So it was kind of like one of the things like that horse dewormer is the solution to COVID. Uh, <laughs> Did you hear that people who are taking Invermectin are seeing little strings in their poop because they actually have worms no it's their intestinal lining (gasps) that's shedding that's they're actually physically shredding Uh. their intestinal linings those people who are taking ivermectin are gonna get fucking sick because your 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 skin is your first line of defense against microbial 
infection right. and then your gut your gut yeah shit guys stop taking toaster warmer yep <laughs> okay so in the 1800s uh <laughs> the idea of the moon was inhabited was considered scientific fact by many wow. so um it should be remembered that this concept was considered scientific fact by many as the at the time uh william herschel the discoverer of the planet uranus died in 1822 he argued who can say that it's not extremely probable nay beyond doubt that there must be inhabitants on of the on the moon of some kind or another hmm. so and i i mean yeah i feel like it's a if i mean now that because it's a we theory know, appropriate <laughs> to the time yeah absolutely so um furthermore he thought it possible but the reason why i have a problem with it being based in a religion is if you are all knowing and this is right. god's talking to you right no one lives in the fucking moon um <laughs> furthermore he thought it possible that there was a region below the sun's fiery surface where men might live and he regarded the existence of life on the moon as an absolute <laughs> certainty like the Shire, the Shire yeah. of the Sun. Yeah. <laughs> Other scientists announced that they had discovered a lunar city with a collection of gigantic ramparts extending 23 miles in either direction. What scientists uh, said that? Yeah, in the 1800s. The 1800. Uh, in in addition to these uh, pronouncements from some of the most prominent scientists of the day, a clever hoax in ni- 1835 only added to the belief of lunar inhabit in lunar inhabitants. Uh, John Herschel, son of the famous William went to South Africa to study stars visible only in the Southern Hemisphere. Cool. Ooh, I want to go there. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I know. There was uh, the cause of considerable public interest, given Herschel's involvement. Uh, he was a pre- uh, he was an astronomer of his generation. So, um, like, his dad discovered Uranus. So, um, and was also the view that the moon was inhabited. So, <laughs> on... Mm-hmm. Uh, the 23rd of August, 1835, Richard Locke published the first article in the New York Sun of what uh, purported, t- reported, purported to reports from Herschel's observations. Over a total of six installments, Locke claimed that Herschel was reporting lunar flowers, forests, mm-hmm. bison, goats, unicorns, <laughs> uh, bipedal telus ba- beavers who cooked with fire, mm-hmm. and most... <laughs> I know, it's fucking Lion Witch the Wardrobe up in here. Um... <laughs> And most provocatively, flying men with wings. So angels. Whoa. Um, they appeared to be constantly. He, he was getting fucking opioid. That guy was on mushrooms. <laughs> uh, they appeared to be constantly engaging in conversing with much impassioned gest- gesticulation. And hence it was inferred that they are rational beings. Others apparently of higher order. So he's saying the people that have wings are like smart. Mm-hmm. Um, were discovered afterwards, <laughs> and finally a magnificent temple for the worship of God, or of polished Clark sapphire, mm-hmm. <laughs> in triangle shape with a roof of gold. All he said he saw all this on moon on the moon. Wow, these reports I want what are wild. I mean, I don't want <laughs> yeah. that, but I like. Yeah, I want to know. Some, he's on fucking some. He probably just had the, he probably had syphilis and was losing his shit. Listen, a lot of like folk medicine was based in like all of those drugs, and mm-hmm. so I am not surprised that. This well, I mean, is this is back when cocaine was like a, was like here the doctor's like, oh, you have a headache? Here's some coke. Yes. So <laughs> I I just I'm not surprised that most religions are based on these wild things. Wow. So these reports were wildly or widely believed and caused a minor sensation. Um, they were carried in the Painesville Telegraph, adjacent to Mormon Kirtland. Um, the sun eventually hinted that the matter was a hoax. So, mm. 
Uh, certain correspondents have been urging us to come out and confess the whole th- to be a hoax. But this, we can only, we can by no man means do until we have the testimony of English and Scotch papers to corroborate such a declaration. Hmm. So they're like, <laughs> we don't have, we don't know, or we, we neither know or not know, which is fine. Well, you can't prove it not true. <laughs> Can you prove it not true? Can you Google it? Just go, just evidence. Find your evidence yourself. You know, do your it's own like, research. It's like that thing that's just like, if somebody's making wild claims, it's up to them to prove that it's true. It's not up to you to prove it's true. <laughs> so, um, do you know anyone who thinks the moon landing was a conspiracy? Because my mom does. Oh, my God. Same person in my life who's not in my life anymore. Uh, a- plandemic, anti-vax, uh, and believes the lunar nine uh, eleven was planned. We're not going to get into that today. And um, <laughs> so some things are right, <laughs> uh, but yeah, lunar landing is fake. And I was like, I mean, it looks so strange to me, and like it's something that your brain cannot wrap itself around because you're not experiencing anything like that. But I don't think that like. We'd come this far in science and not land on the moon. Okay. So here's, because I'm open to anything, as you know. Yeah. Um, It's fun to talk about. Yeah. So uh, they think it was staged. And the only, it's been debunked like a thousand times. Yeah. But um, if I was going to believe that the original footage was filmed on Earth, I'd say it was only because we were in a space race. And that's it. And then Mm. like, like. I could see the U.S. faking it just to win, but I believe mm-hmm. if, and that's a big if, because I don't think we staged it. Uh, it was faked. We have since, of course, landed on the moon. Yeah. Um, Buzz Aldrin straight up decked the guy who said the moon landing was staged. So, that's so that cool. I mean, <laughs> your new crush, <laughs> <laughs> my new old man crush. He doesn't look <laughs> enough like Wilfred Brimley, so. <laughs> Oh, man. I was going to do cool songs about the moon, but they're just like, seriously, so many. The like, moon is so inspirational for everything. Yeah. Do you have some songs you like about the moon? I sang one already. Um, Like, let's just, let's just top off. Let's just start, do some weekend. Moon Age Daydream by freaking Bowie. Blue moon. Blue moon. Uh, Pink moon by Nick Drake, which is such a good song. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a song called Moonchild, which I love. It's like 80s. Um, There's so many else. songs. So it's like so many. Can't like, fight the moonlight deep no. in the dark. <laughs> Coyote Ugly Man I comes back I s- around. I think I started a playlist. Let's see what I put on it. And then I was like, I'm done. <laughs> There's <laughs> too many good ones. Um, there's a song called Hey Moon by John Moss, which I love. It goes, hey moon, it's just you and me tonight. Everyone else is asleep. I love it. I'm like, right. <laughs> it is just me and you tonight, moon. What about? She spends most every night as long as there's light from a neon moon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Can I talk to you today about something I was raging about, speaking of country music? <laughs> yeah. Um, I was doing something, and I had, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it in my head. Oh, yeah. Well, let's just break down this song, okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> Can we just break it down real quick, just for me? <laughs> yes. 
just so I can really tell you how pissed off I am. Oh, yeah. by the way, uh, Pink Floyd did write a whole entire album called Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, yeah. That was going to be the finale of the whole thing because that's the <laughs> obvious choice. But now we're getting into this angry thing, so we got to transition. I was so pissed. So, okay. He tells her the first lie. First of all, he doesn't call his wife and he's gone all night. Mm-hmm. So she's past the point of worried where she's pissed because she's he's home alive now, so she's uh-huh. mad at him. Mm-hmm. She's up all night worried, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, hon, I just uh, I just fell asleep in the hammock. That's my story. I'm sticking to it." And she's yep. like, "Oh, well, I just put that hammock in the attic because just last week I threw the hammock in the attic." And then um, he tells her like another lie, and she's like has had it at that point, but yeah. he's like, painting her to be like this horrible person. Oh, he's gaslighting her. And then he goes, and then finally he's like, fine. And then I was just like, honey, me and the boys were out all night. They're playing poker all night or whatever. And it's like, right. why didn't you lead with that, you fucking twat? Yep, because he's lying. And it's like, and um, I mean, I I don't hate that song. Like, it's a fun song. I hate country music. Right. <laughs> You've seen that meme that's like, country music, the guys are like, I love my truck and my tractor. And the, all the girls are like, I want to kill my husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> But I was thinking about that today, and I was, I mean, I just pissed off today for some reason, but I was just like, what a fucking shitty, the whole yeah. scenario's yep. so shitty. Okay, can I bring that full circle? Yeah. The only Backstreet Boys song that I will hate forever, and actually at the concert, it was the only song that I sat down to, and Spencer was like, come on, stand up, and I was like, I don't stand for no. this. This is wrong. It's called The Call. Everybody fucking loves it. It's the worst song ever. How does it go? Um, I don't know. I've never heard it. I should have said no. Someone's waiting for me. But I called my girl up instead. Listen, baby, I'm sorry. I got to tell you, don't worry. I will be late. Don't stay up and wait for me. Oh, so he's going to cheat on her? Say it again. You're dropping out. My battery is low. I got to go. I'm going to a place nearby. Got to go. He called up his girl and went with a hooker instead. A girl that they met at a club. Sorry, I was saying hooker, but a girl that he met at a club. <laughs> and now they're singing about calling up the girl. And the girl is like, hello, hello. Like, she sounds like a real nice girl, but he's calling up her his girlfriend and saying, oh, <laughs> the boys were going to go hang out. I hate it. I hate that song. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I hate it, too. And I was having that homicidal rage with that country song. Today <laughs> where I was just like, what a fucking shitty, 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 fucking shitty song. Yeah. What a message. <laughs> what a message. <laughs> I was seriously like so mad. I was like, I'm, I'm upset. I'm like, I can't wait for the podcast because I'm talking about it. <laughs> I love that all of our rage just goes into this one two hour episode a week. We're like, you know what I'm pissed about? Let's talk about the moon. But you know what I'm pissed about? <laughs> well, we're going to talk about more shit I'm pissed about because I don't have much left about the moon. Oh, no, I'm here. I'm still here for the moon. Well, no, I'm just saying I only have like really one one more topic to talk about. Oh, it's going to go by pretty quick. Like, yeah, you, you would think that I would have more to say. Oh, wait, no, that's not true. I actually skipped. I have a shit ton more to talk yeah, about. Yeah, no, I was just like, there's several things that we did not I, hit on here. I skipped to go back to down to Joseph Smith because I put yeah, it on yeah, the bottom. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. we still have, we, don't worry, guys. It will yeah. be a two hour episode. Still tune in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Native American part of the moon. Mm-hmm. So um, I was hoping you'd hit that part next. <laughs> Native Americans use the moon to tell time by counting from one new moon to the next. Mm-hmm. So they had their like finger on the pulse right away. 
um, and it's just known as the lunar cycle. Hello. Uh, Native <laughs> Americans assign names to the moon for each month to keep track of the seasons, which I love. Yes. Do you uh, know the names? Yeah. Um, we'll go through them real quick. So. Winter moons. So in December, the full moon is named the cold moon or the full long night's moon. This is the time when the nights are dark longest and the days are coldest. January mm. is named the wolf moon because during the cold nights, wolves would howl hungrily outside the Native American villages. Mm. Um, they were concerned about the puppies. <laughs> They're like, please don't eat our children. Also, um, sorry you're hungry. <laughs> Uh, February's moon is the snow moon because at this time the native places were hit with heavy snowfalls. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. At such time, both humans and beasts had to go hungry for hunting was difficult. (sighs) Spring moons. The March full moon is named the crow moon because as winter ends, the crow is known to caw as if wishes, wishing goodbye to the cold weather. (laughs) Me and that crow, me and crows feel the same way. (laughs) <laughs> the moon is also known as the worm moon because it is the time that the birds start catching worms. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so observant of nature. Yes. And like loving. Man, we really <laughs> sucked when we took away native culture. We really did. We were missing out, man. The full moon in April is named egg moon because of the spouting, oh. the sprout, the, the spouting and renewal of the nature. And also because Christ said, hide the eggs on the cross. <laughs> the last five seconds were false. <laughs> <laughs> the Mayful Moon is aptly called Flower Moon. Mm. Native Americans believe that during this month the flowers grew and danced at night in honor of the moon. Oh, I love that. So and it was in, it's in my birth month too. The flower moon is Bobby. And it's because the flowers grew and danced at night in honor of the moon. That's something I would do. Yeah, naked. <laughs> I have done it before. Um, <laughs> summer moons. The June full moon is known as strawberry moon. Strawberry wine. Wine. <laughs> Um, For this is the season when strawberries ripen and are plucked. The natives believe that picking strawberries in the night would ensure a bountiful crop in subs- 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 subsequent. Wow. That was a stutter. <laughs> subsequent years. I loved it. I was there for the whole ride. Sometimes I stutter. Uh, Thunder Moon is the name given to the full moon of July. Oh my God. I was meant to be a cancer. God damn it. (laughs) At this time, there were many thunderstorms. I love a good July thunderstorm. Oh my dude. Also, at this time, the buck deer would start forming its antlers. Hence the Mm. name Buck Moon. Mm. August full moon is known as Red Moon. Don't relate. (laughs) The moon is I'm going to be born in July from now on. (laughs) Okay, that's fine. The moon, I think that's better anyways, Thunder Moon. <laughs> I, that would be my second choice. <laughs> so far. The moon, oh, nope, Crow Month. Crow Moon was one of mine. Okay. <laughs> the moon is in this month is not only huge, but also reddish as it reflects the rays of the sun every night, hmm. even at night. Autumn moons. The September full moon is known as Harvest Moon. <laughs> Shine on. So we stole from them. We stole that from them. Uh, For it's during this month that most of the crops are harvested. Hunter's moon is the name given to the full moon of October. Makes When foliage is full grown and the deer would be plenty and slow to move. Um, November's full moon is called the beaver moon. The beaver moon. (laughs) Because the cheese. No, um, because the beaver. No. (laughs) Because the beaver population. 
population peaked during this month, mm-hmm. and natives would set, tra- set traps to catch them. Beaver is the, like, Native American animal. Like, it's, like, so foundational for First Nations. So that mm-hmm. makes sense, and so cool. Yeah, and the white man had to come and make top hats. They're like, hey, I noticed that your trash is our treasure. Can you make more <laughs> trash for our treasure? And they're like, I guess I need some pots. And they're like, cool. Um, so that the was native mo- American history. Sorry about <laughs> that. Sorry, that was uh, that was our take on the Amer- the American history. Um, the native moon symbol is the protector and guardian of the earth. Its spirit watches over us and can change our moods. Even natives believe that. So. Mm. They are right about a lot of things. So I tried to find more about uh, full moon sacrifices, but I couldn't really find that much, which is weird. Um, So I do have some mythology. Um, Okay. I'm so surprised that you couldn't find a lot about full moon sacrifices because coming from the 80s and satanic panic, I thought that this was more prevalent than it is. It isn't, though. Like, that was was just a lie to freak people out. Satanic panic wasn't real. Jeez, white people. Goddamn. I know, right? They're like, let's give black people crack and AIDS and white people satanic panic. Yep. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Thanks. Reagan. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, uh, sun and moon with faces. The contrast between the the brighter highlands and the darker... Wait. Okay, I'm skipping over that. The ancient Sumerians believed that the moon was the god Nana. Who Mana, was the fa- like M-A-N-A? No, Nana, like N-A-N-N-A. Um, who was the father of Inanna, the goddess of the planet Venus, and Utu, the god of the sun. Hmm. Nana was later known as Sin and was um, particularly so- associated with magic and sorcery. So the moon's always been associated with magic and sorcery. Mm. Go, girl. We love you. about th- I love that about it. In Mesopotamian mm-hmm. um, iconog- iconography, um, the crescent was the primary symbol of Nana. Um, in ancient Greek art, um, the moon goddess Selene was represented wearing a crescent on her headgear mm-hmm. in an arrangement reminiscent of horns. Mm-hmm. The star and crescent arrangement also goes back to the Bronze Age, representing either <laughs> the sun and moon or the moon and planet Venus in combination. Cool. It came to represent the goddess Artemis, or Hecate, um, and via the patronage of Hecate came to be used as a symbol in Byzantium, B-Y-Z-A-N-T-I-U-M. Byzantium? Ah. B-Y-Z-A-N-T-I-U-M. M. Byzantium. 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 <laughs> Byzantium. Um, Somebody's going to write in and say that. You guys, no. You guys are idiots. Yeah, that's what I'm cool with that. <laughs> we already know. Kabbalah! <laughs> um, and I got conic tradition uh, of representing sun and moon with faces developed in the late medieval period. So the that's just uh, some renaissance shit. Um, mm-hmm. the, the splitting of the moon is a miracle attributed, uh, this is for Arabic shit, uh, attributed to Muhammad. A song titled Moon Anthem was released on the occasion of landing of India's um, rocket on the moon. Cool. Other moon-related folklore, uh, the lunar effect. Um, it's a p- unproven correlation between specific stages of 
the roughly 29 and a half day lunar cycle and behavior and psychological physiological changes in living beings on earth including humans we that we keep hitting on this so mm-hmm. religion science myth they everyone agrees folklore the natives we all agree that the moon fucks with you mm-hmm. everyone moon- get on the right side of science here <laughs> right Uh, Or whatever, your religion even. Uh, (laughs) The moon has been particularly associated with insanity and irrationality. The words lunacy and lunatic, properly shortened loony, are derived from the Latin name for the moon. Interesting. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense that they'd also attribute that more to women than men because they have menstrual cycles that are Mm -hmm. severely affected by the moon. Well, don't you think it's interesting that our cycle it co- cohabitates with fucking the moon? I love that. Yeah. Yep. I think that's so great. Um, men are just jealous. <laughs> men just want to reign over us. And so they call us lunatic. And we are because we follow the moon. Uh, well, I sent Cassie a meme that says, I don't know who needs to hear this, but he's going to call you crazy anyway. So you might as well give him a damn show. <laughs> 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 Uh, Aristotle and Pliny the Elder argued that the full moon induced insanity in susceptible individuals, believing that the brain, which is mostly water, must be affected by the moon and its power over the tides. But the moon's mm-hmm. gravity is too slight to affect any single person. Even today, people who believe in lunar effect claim that admissions to psychiatric hospitals, traffic accidents, homicides, or suicides increase during a full moon. But dozens of dozens of studies invalidate these claims. Really, which is interesting because we're we're gonna talk about ER visits in the full moon. I swear, every ER nurse or doctor I know says, "Full oh, moon, full moon, mm-hmm. shit goes down." So I think it's this thing that can't be proven, right? Right. It's the difference between anecdotal evidence and scientific mm-hmm. evidence because they have to have a scientific controlled data pool. And they can't. So, I mean, they probably can take evidence across all ERs for 12 months and find spikes. And that might be it. But, like. Yeah, but I feel like that would be, like, such an easy thing to do. Why hasn't that happened? I don't know. Because they're probably, like. Even, even like, serving, though. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've had. We just had weird guests. And we're just, like, it's it's the fucking full moon. Yeah. Like, we say that all the time. Or, like, if, if people are being wonky, we're like, is it a full moon right now? Like, we'll just straight up ask that question. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Well, don't like, know. our eighth grade science teacher was like, full moon thing is real because y'all are nuts. And I know uh, it's a full moon. And I'm like, oh, interesting. Well, and, like, the dogs go crazy. The animals go crazy. Like, yeah, everyone goes Olive's crazy. always restless when it's a full moon out. And mm-hmm. she's always wanting to go out and, like patrol the perimeter of our yard to say i don't know she's just like restless I feel like it like brings out the animal in people which i love like i fucking love that and i love mm. the wolves like howl at the, like what is that about do we know why wolves howl at the moon i don't know but it, it felt p- fucking powerful why right why do Sorry, wolves I- yeah google it my eyes are going your eyes are going Yes, from that fucking eyeliner. I threw it all out today. Don't worry. Okay. But it's making I'll... me lose my eyesight. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought that was due to the dogs. So, oh. Oh, well, it do... could be that, too. I don't know. I, something's happening with my eyes. I don't know. It says, wolves do not howl at the moon. They howl to communicate with each other. Howling is the most direct way of communicating across long distances and is especially important in areas where wolf territories are vast. 
Well, then why, where did that come from, then? Google that. Origin of moon howling. Just like um, werewolves, probably, or something. Fol folklore. Um, don't worry, we can cut out the space, so let me try to find it, because I think it's cool to look um, talk about. Like, there's not a lot of information about the moon on the internet. It's weird. Because I, like, was doing my research for it, and I'm like, why am I struggling to find this? The moon is so, like, such an important part of, I feel like, everyone's life. Yeah. Trying to bust out the old text. Okay, here. It says how to, how to celebrate Howl at the Moon Day. What? Yeah, this is where I'm getting this information. It just says, um, howling the moon can represent breaking free from traditional and standard to gaze into the night and away from the sane light of convention and civilization. How the moon can at night can be your occasion to simply cut free, accomplish something wild and surprising and just let the wild in you run out for a night. So it's a human tradition. Yeah, definitely is. I wonder where it is. Attributed to wolves for some reason. Yeah. <sighs> Um, Bark at the Moon, another great, uh, by, by, uh, Ozzy, another great, or is it by Black Sabbath? Many believe that the roots of the, f of the February, oh great, now I've lost it because I clicked on it, god damn it. <laughs> uh, many believe the roots of the, f the Howling of the Moon February holiday originated with the pagan ritual and Roman pastoral festival named for, for the fertility she will, you know what, all of this is just garbage. Cut out everything else. So it's all uh, we'll have so to say is we don't know why. Well, it sounds like there's th there's uh, it's just been around forever. Yeah. Like it, well, it's, it sounds like we can't get a solid we can't nail down a solid source on that one. Yeah. So, but it's like the Romans did it, the pagans did it. It's like, well, those are two vastly different concepts. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, would you ever go to the moon? Um. I would love to pay her a visit. I don't think, I don't know. I don't think I'm ever going to leave this planet. Oh, no. Like, it's never going to happen. But, like, we don't know that. Maybe, maybe the aliens are going to come and give us technology. We don't know that. No. the a Number one, aliens aren't coming for us anymore because we suck. Number two, we're not, we're not Jeff Bezos. Us. We're not. Oh, this. <laughs> you're well, welcome, you guys. save the human race. Uh, Jeff, we're never going to be Jeff Bezos rich, so we're never going to be able to go. But if Capitalism everything was possible falling. and everything was fine, I probably would. Uh -huh. It's kind of like the same reason why I want to see a whale. It's irrational and dangerous, but I would like love to like be that close to such a magnificent creature. Well, I, I mean, that's I feel the same. I feel like I don't belong on the moon because it's such a magnificent creature. She's so she's so beautiful. I don't want to walk on her, or or do I? Should I? Or would it take away the majesty, the mat, the magic? No, I just want to get close. I want to fly over. I won't want to touch it. I think. I mean, like if I, if we were close enough to the moon I, and we didn't get out, I'd be upset. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Obviously, you have feelings about this, but I'm just not sure what they are. Um, but yeah, capitalism is falling. Make mo no mistake. I uh, I had two very. I mean, you saw my story. I was pissed. Mm -hmm. So I did, because um, I bought a new microphone. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna see what they have at Guitar Center. And then it's like, oh, free curbside pickup. Have your ready order ready for you. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, 
saves me the trip. Like I'm, I'm good to go in a guitar center. Like I've been going there for years, but it's just like, if I can just pop over in 15 minutes and just, someone can just run it out to me. Great. Mm -hmm. Love it. So (laughs) I placed the order. Um, I got a couple things and then, um, like two hours goes by and I'm like, the fuck is this? Like I should have just gone down to the stamp store. Yeah. So I, I call and I'm like, hey, how long does this usually take? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, they'll send you an email. And I'm like, I got the first one two hours ago. Uh huh. How long does this take? And he's like, oh, uh, I don't even know if we got it. Let me look. So he looks at him. He's like, yeah, we have everything here. It shouldn't be a problem. And I'm like, so can I come down? And he's like, yeah, come on down. So I get the email that says we have your shit. Mm-hmm. And then on it, it says you park in the space. I mean, we've all done curbside parking yeah, in the past yeah. year, right? So I said that I was there. I've arrived. And then I waited for 10 minutes. And there's like... You could have ch- driven down, purchased it within... The, that's yeah. so annoying. Yeah, yes. And it was like, I did this because I thought it was going to be convenient. Yeah. But they're obviously not training their staff. They're not taking the time or energy to invest in their staff. And... Um, or, or they're just like they're not paying them enough so they don't care i don't Mm -hmm. know i don't know what it is probably both but um (laughs) i sat my car for like 10 minutes and then there was like a chat feature they they gave you this illusion that there's someone there chatting with you but just not right it's a bot yeah yeah so i was like i sent a a message that i'm like is it easier if i just come in no response waited like two more minutes because i'm like i don't want to throw off these people like what if they're slammed in there yeah or or so, I don't know. Like, I don't want to th- put a throw a cog into their fucking process. Right. But it, 10 minutes had passed. So I walk in and uh, there's two sales associates just sitting there shooting the shit, holding up the counter. <laughs> and I'm like, and Guitar Center, like, I've been going to this Guitar Center for 15 years with my brother, maybe longer. Mm-hmm. It used to be, like, so beautiful and immaculate and clean. <laughs> No, it's it's gone so down. I mean, I expected something really cool, but when I went, it was just like packages that were still saran wrapped and like everything's garbage around. Yeah, back in the day, like they would, and maybe it's because of COVID. I don't mm-hmm. know, but like back in the day, like it was like a sight to be seen. Shiny guitars everywhere. Everything was dusted. Everything was like out. Mm-hmm. There was no inv- there was no box of inventory on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's definitely gone downhill. <laughs> so I walk up to him and I'm like. Hi, uh, here for curbside pickup. Been waiting for like ten minutes. Uh, can I just pick it up here? And he's like, "Uh, I don't. I didn't realize we had one. Uh, what the uh, hell?" And I was like, "Here's my information." And he's like, "You should have got an email." I'm like, "I not only did I get an email, I talked to you guys." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I was told it was ready. Can I get it? Like, and I was like trying to be cool. Yeah. Like, okay. You know, this yep. isn't their fault. It's the corporation's fault. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, it took two of them to take a really long time to give me these two pack, these two items that I ordered, two and a half hours and already before. paid for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was just like, "Fuck you guys!" So I just like left a review. I was just like, "Just get rid of the curbside thing. Like, I'll just come into the store. It's not a big deal. I know my way around mm-hmm. Guitar Center." Mm-hmm. But I want. I was doing a little pre-shop, like we all do. <laughs> just I'm like, just do it with the curbside. I'm like, you guys obviously are interested in investing and in t- teaching your staff. And they hate it, and I hate mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So this was a big old fucking waste of time. Do away with it. Mm-hmm. And then I go to Cafe Rio, <laughs> <laughs> and 
it's just just like every time I go to like a place to eat, it's just you guys just pay attention how disgusting everything's getting. Everything's getting so disgusting because yep. these corporations think they can hold out and everyone's just like, no, fuck off. Yep. Like and people are eating out. Well, and like. I feel like this must have happened when there was like mad cow disease and bo- mad cow disease and botulism happening. Mm-hmm. So like something like that's going to happen. People really, especially with like with food need to take in consideration about what mm-hmm. we want to spend our money on, because I think someone ha- and who, how we want to treat people, because I feel like the people who are going to handle your food, you should treat the kindest and pay them a, a living wage. <laughs> yeah. For everyone's <laughs> sake. We should do a bonus episode where we release our minimum wage, maximum rage. <laughs> well, speaking of which, so I was out for a week because I thought I had COVID or whatever, mm-hmm. and I got paid minimum wage, and it was only $100 less than when I worked 10 days a week, or 10 days of pay period. I'm like, so something's either seriously wrong with mm-hmm. my, pay, what, what way I'm getting paid, or I'm just not making enough money. Well, it's wow. probably I have three jobs. Yay. Um, but anyways, back to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we'll have know. a commercial break in the future where we'll just be like, okay, now that that's all, that side tangent's fully flushed. No, that was a commercial for the fall of capitalism. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was uh, sci-fi before the moon landing. Sci-fi, like, fi- like. Oh, books. yeah. So when I first got uh, prescribed the Adderall, and I was unemployed. I'd read like a, I'd just sit down and like read a chapter book every day. Wow. Uh, which You're I used a genius. To when I was like, what I used to do when I was a kid. I just, I, it's just like, okay, whatever. If I'm into a book, I'll just, just bust s- it out right now. I'll just bust it out. Yeah. Um. So I bought a bunch of like old school sci-fi, <laughs> and I'm like, this is gonna be like creepy, and like, they really didn't know. So I wonder what kind of horrors were coming into their mind. Mm-hmm. So I read the first one. And, like, the cover's so cool, and, like, it's, like, he's going into space on this adventure. What will happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's pretty much him going to the moon, having, like, a cr- – like, it was, it was, like, he's, he's, like, on a Caribbean, like, it's, like, a carnival cruise. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back down to Earth. <gasps> That's the whole book. The whole book is just, like, wow. And I Revolutionary. Was like, <laughs> I know, but, like, I was, like, what the fuck is this? And I'm, like – Oh, in like 1956, I bet this was like, I can't even imagine it. You know what I mean? But now yeah. we're just like, so we the, we we know what the moon is. We've been there. Yeah, yeah. But like, I was expecting like some scary, freaky sci-fi shit. But it was just like, no, just the idea of going to the moon was thrill enough for wow. Like which I love. I think that's great. That's pretty cute. That's like yeah. when when our knowledge of things was kind of like a little toddler and you're like oh you don't really yeah. get it but that's pretty cute but you're still such a cute baby yeah <laughs> but yeah so um that's that's what i got on the moon today that's why there was like s- the going making it to the moon was just like just the number one goal like that's why the space race was so exciting and like the lunar landing was so exciting like everybody stopped and watched like that was the event yeah, guys, not to bring up Mad Men like I do every episode, but <laughs> the episode where they land on the moon, it's such a good, I think it really captures it, because literally everybody's watching it. Everybody. I really got to finish. What uh, what season are you on? Um, one. one. 
I told you that I was dedicated shame, to finishing shame. it in episode two called The Plan of Salvation. And I was like, no, I'm dedicated. I'm going to finish it. I haven't watched it since we recorded that episode. I'm pretty sure I've watched it th- the three times all the way through since we recorded that episode. Well, I'm, I'm back on season one again. <laughs> well, what episode? Because maybe we'll race now. <laughs> oh, I'm already I'm already on like episode 12. I'm already way ahead of you. Oh, my God. I'll never Plus, make I'm, it. I'm, I definitely skip some episodes just because I've seen them so many times. OK, cool. But like, again, can't can't stress enough. Mad Men culturally important. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, wow. and you guys fun, fun. OK, so let's just give a little updates. Miracle Henson. Uh this great girl we grew up with um, in Richfield. She's a little bit older than us. She will be on Sunday Night Fireside tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have any new updates on my mom. She's decided to cease and desist, I believe, which is great news. Yeah, It was fun while it lasted, Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> I have an update where uh, Brian McDonald and Geneva, I got a text, a group message from Brian and Geneva, but it's just mm-hmm. Brian. And he said, just so you know, Dandelion is a character in a book series called The Witcher. So he wanted to make that known for sure. Wait, remind me what that means again. Oh, she was in her episode. She was talking about this is like the fireside that aired last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, it was like she's, she's so cute, by the way. I love her. Yeah. She I'm was so like, happy to have her on and meet her. <laughs> we got to have him on, too. But um, she said that the text messages were coming into the computer and she was talking they were talking about dandelion for some reason and she thought that it might be about the book club so he was just confirming that dandelion <laughs> is a character in okay. the witcher book series okay okay and i okay, thought that was okay. really cute that he wanted to make it known like no i love i, I love okay first of all i'm loving so many things like um dane and lisa went to fanix over the weekend and they met oh, this yeah. I was telling you about this a little bit. They met this. Uh, she's a Mormon again, but she was she was an ex-Mormon for a while. But she's a comic comic writer. What is it? A comic artist. And she yeah. does just it's her Mormonism is her niche. Um, but they got us her comic book and her cards to have her on here. Like Dane was like spreading oh. the gospel for us, which I think is so cute. <gasps> Thank you, Thank Dane. You, Dane. <laughs> and then um, my friend Janisa, her. aunt or someone someone she knows just something and she wants she's like i think she'd just be a great guest like people are like so excited and interested and want guests so i'm glad sunday night fireside has been successful so yeah far. Thanks, thanks for everyone who's been involved and we're going to continue to have more guests so yes and like honestly this season is fi- list is filled up because mm-hmm. it's uh i mean people want to talk to us so that's exciting but if you want to be a guest um, on our Instagram link, you can go scroll down a little bit and find apply to be a guest and just uh-huh. tell us like, honestly, give us your name. Sell like, us. Tell sell us. us to you. Yeah. Tell us like your niche in Mormonism or in Utah or like what you have, because we do want to. Or if you're because like um, not not next week, t- it will be Tommy, right? Yeah. So next week, not 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 this Sunday, not tomorrow, but next Sunday we have Tommy Simbazo on, um, and he's a comic from Baltimore. Like he means, he knows nothing about Utah or right. He will be he will be here November fourth doing a show at Metro Music Hall. Um, get your tickets now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, you don't have to be anything that we are. Sure, we want to talk to people. We, we want to talk to people. We want to hear your story. So yeah, 
So apply. Please apply and please tell us a, a lot about you and like just fill out that link because there are so many people that just text us and they're like, I want to be a, on your show. Cool. Honestly, it's so cool and we want you to be on it. Just mm-hmm. go apply so that we can keep it all straight. Well, and hasn't it been just like so great? Like I've, I've learned so much stuff about miracles today. Yes. I've learned so much about Jordan, Brooke, like people that we've known forever. Yes. And, like, and it's just like, I did not know that about you. It's just been so great. So. Yeah. This has been a really fun experience, guys. Thank you for being a part of it with us. Yeah. Um, And thanks for listening to the Moon episode. And I wanted to say to the Moon, I love you a lot, baby girl. I love you, Moon. And I love all of our Jupiter moons, too. And Jupiter. I love our cute little Thank you, Jupiter. (laughs) Um, Do we say these things? We say these things in the name name of of the Moon. In the name of the Moon. Amen. Is This The Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story, as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place... But you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.